Yeah, welcome to an episode of The Round Circle with your host, the Fifth General, Zach Kias and Cinema Escapes. What's good, y'all? Yeah, hey, it was good. Right. Good to be there. Good to be here. Yeah, All right. Man. A lot to talk about uh, today. The Locks um, album, uh, Living Off Experience. Uh, we're going to do a brief review on that. Um, the NBA's uh, response uh, to the um, to the uh, Jacob Blake shooting. Um, the protest that followed after that uh, w- w- with the um, situation that happened and, and protesting with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse and that how that played out. Um, uh, we lost some we lost some soldiers this o- o- over this week um, uh, who are now ancestors. So um, we're going to also talk about, you know, the past of the Clifford Robinson, John Thompson and Chadwick Bozeman. Um, just a lot of crazy stuff going on with that. Uh, and we'll end with that. But we'll, before we do, we'll get into also, um, what the, what, what, what they tried to do in the justice system with Breonna Taylor's ex-boyfriend trying to have him admit that, you know, the reason why the cops would have been there and shot her in her sleep is because he was in a drug ring. So they wanted him to admit that he was in a drug ring, um, and I'm assuming because they put pressure on them and they're like, listen, you're either going to go to jail or you're either going to say this because they're trying to use that for the cops to uh, walk away with no type of anything. And they still haven't been arrested anyway. So we'll we'll get into that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's start off with the locks. Uh, the locks just dropped an album. Um, this is their, let's see, their third, uh, no, their fourth, fourth studio album together. Um, you know, we all know that they have solo careers, you know, J.D. Kiss, um, and his albums, uh, Styles and his albums and Sheik Luch with his albums. Um, but, um, mm-hmm. you know, fourth, um, fourth studio album, um, you know, um, so anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Zach Kiss, I'm going to just ask you, um, just briefly, uh, what's your, um, Give it your take on the album. What's your uh, your songs on there that you like? Um, you know, and if you have a score, what would you give it? Yo, well, I'm gonna just um give you a brief. I should give you the songs that I liked on the album. I mean, the album overall, the album was uh, um, I give it, I give it about four, uh, four, four and a half mics, four mics, maybe about four mics, because it has some bangers on there, you know, because I listen to it. Now, and some of the tunes were okay, so um, I give it I give it that score. But the, 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 I would say that out of the whole album, uh, I think I like um about three to four songs on the album. About about five, about good four to five songs on the album. Like like the first one, I I like give it to him. That's the first joint. Mm-hmm. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one. I like um the one with uh, um Jeremiah. Do it to me by Jeremiah, like that one. Do to me, also, yeah. Do to me, yeah. Do it to me, yeah. And uh, um, miss you with T Pain, and move that joint, move mm-hmm. and testify. I thought testify was a banger too. Okay, testify, yeah. And also the story, I think story. Yeah, story. Yeah, the story was good. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- those are those are my joints right there. You know, so overall the album was a um I thought they thought they did pretty okay on this album. Um 
it's just a uh, uh, just it just it just brought it back to the days when the locks came out. Now, I know they had other bangers too from the when the the early days of the locks, but they I know they were trying to come back with it. And they kept, what what was good about this is that they kept the same ingredient that they kept with the lot with with their style. This is their style, you know. So they mixed it up a little bit, but this but they kept it authentic to their style. You know, that's what I gotta say about Deluxe album. This this one around, you know, yeah. Uh, cinema. Um, I mean, you said you didn't have much time with the album, but you have any comments on the project? No, I I need to really, you know, dissect it. You know, I didn't really have time to listen. Yeah, for like personal reasons. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, so say real quick um album started out good uh you know locks feel uh so i, I like uh gave it to him uh yeah me so, too one yeah. Of joints i like i like testify um i like story i like the concept of story um not in love with the beat that much but i like the concept of story uh come, yeah come back is dope uh, think of the locks with Westside Gun and Benny the Butcher is dope. Um, My America with Oswin Benjamin is pretty good. Um, not a big fan of this project like that. So my score is really just a three and a half, to be honest with you. Um, okay. But, you know, um, it's it's not a bad album. It's just not a great album. Um, uh, I'm not really... The, the the sound that the locks is going with on here, um, it's just it lacked um a rough riders feel. Um and I know that we're not getting that anymore. I get it. Um it's not gonna be the same impact that the locks had with their second album, We Are the Streets. I mean that album is really dope. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. that that that's a timeless album. I get it. I get it. It's we're wow. not we're not gonna get that from the locks anymore. I understand. And even though the first album with Bad Boy, um, that was a good album, even though people underrated because they was with Bad Boy, but even even uh the Money Power and Respect album, that yeah, was a good album. That was that's a good album. You know, people listen to it wow. now. People listen to it now and realize how good it was. And the locks, um, you know, Filthy America. Now I did like that album. So, you know, I was kind of hoping that they would kind of have a, um, a sound that was similar to Filthy America. Um, but it's it's fine. I, I honestly believe the locks are, uh, in these days, I believe the locks are better uh, uh, on their solos, honestly. Um, they just they just don't have the same musical taste. Uh, I, I think I think we see that they don't have the same ear for music. I think Styles has the best ear for music out of the three. Um, well, um, yeah, go ahead, Cinema. Something there. Also, you're talking about the circle of producers people have. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, remember Primo and them, Let me Let me get your audio up a little bit more, uh, Cinema. Cause we wanna, okay. We want to make sure we hear this. Okay, you got that. Thank That's you. better. Thank you. Okay, so basically, you know, Primo and them ain't putting their prices down. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a lot of people are going to different styles of production. Right. And you're seeing that affecting albums. Right. Like even yeah. the album last week. Yeah. Because, you know, they're, they're trying to pay less for a producer. And, but, you know, 
you get what you pay for. Right. So that affects it. So as a solo artist and as a group, mm-hmm. as a solo artist, you can you you can say I'm gonna I'm gonna put that money. Mm-hmm. But as a group, all of you gotta agree. Yeah. You know, unless yeah. you do in house production mm-hmm. like we do. Um, mm-hmm. and so, you know, that also affects your album choice because then if you're taking a pro- another type of producer, you have to pick the best out of that pool. You right. know. And, you know, it's it's a lot to go with how, you know, the industry's going with not wanting to pay people, not wanting to right, pay producers, right. not wanting to pay producers. It's hurting the music. And so that's, you know, I'm not going to speak on it because I haven't heard it enough, mm-hmm. but that's kind of what I felt yeah. listening over it quickly. Yeah, because wow. I'm, I'm sure you were, you were listening to this Locks album but in your mind, you were also thinking about how they do individually and how their projects right. sound compared to when they do stuff together, and that's right. how, and that's how I take it. Like um, the group conversation um, is very relevant rele- relevant because there are uh, acts that are better as a group than they are solo, and vice versa. They're better as a solo than as a group. We have examples right. of that. You know, we have examples of that. Tricore Quest is one of them. We know right. that Tribe Called Quest is at its best uh, sound and continuity when they do an album together as opposed yeah. to Q-Tip having yeah. an album together or Fife, I'm sorry, Q-Tip having his solo or Fife having his solo. You know right. what I'm saying? So we know that we tend to see that, they, that Tribe Called Quest, rest in peace, Fife, they were better as a group right. when it came mm. to putting out music. I think that's... that's you know. Right, and that album, that doesn't mean... The solo albums were trash. No. It just means when Tribe came together, mm-hmm. it just they had they had a vibe and something together that you know you don't get apart. Exactly. And there's a lot of groups that broke up when people go solo. Right. You know, ill out scratch, mm-hmm. even though they didn't know each other and they were put together. Yeah. And they were put together as a group. Yeah. Still both you know, both of them still make good material solo, but both of them together, ill out scratch. Woo. Wow! <laughs> they just complimented each other. And Naughty you by Nature is a great to... example too. We want to hear right. Tretch and Vinny Yo, together. I, I'm, I'm, I'm an Illinois Nas stretch. Welcome to my home. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Remember that joint? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Somebody had somebody had an ear and said, "Let me put these two together because these complimented." They didn't even really have like a relationship outside of you know doing music. They were two solo artists. They put together, and, and it just made a colossal album. Oh, like back at like old school, nice and smooth. <laughs> right, right. But Al Scratch is still making music, and it's good. I'm not even discounting them, but it's just like it's some people. It's like being on a good basketball team. Right. If you're if you're playing with LeBron, your game's gonna go up. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. If you're playing with other people, I don't even want to diss nobody. If you're playing on some other, some of these other teams that ain't going nowhere, you're just gonna be like, well, they, ain't, you know, I'm your level's gonna go down. Some people bring the best out of you. That's right. what we're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, uh, shout outs oh, to yeah. the locks. I mean, I, I love them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I do too. but I, I just felt the album was average. Um. Just kind of my take on it, um, you know. Right. But but I well, do. We I, talked about it, so it ain't a two. Right. Yeah. Right. Because if it was that, we wouldn't be talking about it. But 
I, I, I <laughs> but uh, I do like the um, I do like the response that they're getting. They're getting a positive response for this project, uh, just like Nas did uh, with his album. Yeah. So that that's like good. That. Exactly. Um. So let's get let's also get into our next topic. The NBA. Yeah. Uh, made a powerful impact uh last week. Um, oh yeah. So. Okay. Let's mm-hmm. let's 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 walk this through. Mm-hmm. The Orlando Magic uh, were matched up with the uh, w- with the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks were not in shoot around, and you know, Orlando Magic players was like, "Where they at? Where they at?" You know, mm-hmm. and come to find out, uh, somebody from the Orlando Magic team um, ran out, talked to the players, and the players mm-hmm. walked back in their locker room. Uh, what, yeah. The news that was relayed to them and the coaching staff was, is that um, the Milwaukee Bucks decided, you know, their response to the Jacob Blake shooting is, listen, this wearing shorts, wearing shirts that say Black Lives Matter and and uh, vote and equality on the back is not doing enough for social justice. Uh, right. The, the topic may be out there, but as far as uh, the impact, it's not doing anything. You know, having Black Lives Matter painted on the court is not enough. So they was like, you know what? We're just gonna stop. We're just gonna stop. The, uh, we're gonna shut this down for today, and mm-hmm. uh, and we'll go from there. Whatever the consequences are. So they took a bold stand. I've never seen this in my lifetime in basketball. Now in soccer, this has happened. Not MLS, but soccer overseas. Uh, there have been many wow. times where, yes. uh, due to guerrilla warfare in some of these countries. Right. Soccer players right. have uh, overseas have always taken a stance and, and protested. So that's not nothing new for soccer overseas football. Wow! But wow. what we also saw was the rest of the games that they stopped, other than just the Milwaukee uh, and uh, and Orlando. Uh, we saw yeah. hockey uh, make a stand. That was interesting. Uh, MLB baseball yeah. they took a stand. Uh, yeah. Tennis player. Um, Ooh, what's her name? Hold on, I, 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 I gotta get her name. I gotta get her name. That's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like um, uh, half Haitian, half um, half, half yeah. Japanese. Japanese, right? Um, what's her name? I, I got it here. Bear, bear with me, ladies and gentlemen. I have the article. Um, her yeah. name. Here we go. Uh, Naomi Osaka. Naomi Tataka. Yeah, I've seen her in pictures before. Naomi Tataka. Yeah. Yeah. Naomi Osaka uh, was two matches away from winning the tournament uh, in the U.S. Open. Um, Well, it's one of the Opens. Is it the U.S.? It's one of the Opens that they got going on. Uh, Yeah, one of them. Cinema, you would know. You're more of a tennis. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, the U.S. Open hasn't gone yet, but, you know, these are the tournaments for C and coming up to it. Right. Yeah, she. But she's been winning these tournaments, and she stepped out of a semi semis match in protest, and that's right. huge. Right, because mm-hmm. once you withdraw, it's not like basketball; you're not going to recover that. Mm-hmm. Now she's a big deal because she's the next big thing, right? And she's, and she's won a Grand Slam, it, exactly. So she's not just some Johnny. Well, not Johnny come lately, but she's not some Janie come lately either. You know, this is not somebody right, right, who right. doesn't win in protest. This is somebody who's a champion. Exactly. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, the, yeah, yes. the, the ne- she's so the true. next class of, C- of Serena and Venus. So right. this yes. is the, the torch has been passed on to this young lady. So, so their sisters uh-huh. come up. Right. So it's like everybody just was like the WNBA. They protested yeah. uh, for a couple of days as they well. Came, yeah. They came out. Yeah. They right. didn't play. They came out with the bullet holes in the back of their shirts, knelt for the national anthem, mm-hmm. and bounced. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they wasn't playing around. So um, to kind of help this topic, I'm going to play a video from Doc Rivers and his comments about the shooting of Jacob Blake. Yes. Um, just just watching the Republican convention, uh, convention and this, they're spewing this fear, right? Like all you hear Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear. We're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung, we've been shot, and all you do is keep hearing about fear. It's it's amazing why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. And it's just, it's really so sad. Like I should just be a coach. And it's so often reminded of my color. You know, it's just really sad. We gotta do better, Uh, but we gotta demand better. Like we got, you know, it's, it's funny, we protest and they send riot guards, right? Uh, they send people in riot outfits. They go to Michigan with guns and they're spitting on cops and nothing happens. The training has to change in the police force. The unions have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away. We're trying to get them to protect us, just like they protect everybody else. Uh, And how dare the Republicans talk about fear? We're the ones that need to be scared. We're the ones having to talk to every black child. What white father has to give his son a talk about being careful if you get pulled over. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, <laughs> Zacchaeus, let me get your comments on this before we move further with this story. Well, um, he, I guess he was, he was expressing himself from his heart, man. And I mean, yes, the man, yeah, no, because the thing is, is that it's a lot of, it's, it, it's, it's a lot of tension and basically what it is is that we're always, and he's right about that. You're always reminded of who you are, your skin color. Because, I mean, you know, when you listen to, like, like comments like, just shut up and dribble, or you listen to, or you, or, or, or you, or you, um, you're walking, or you're just, in the streets, and all of a sudden now, you're pulled up, all of a sudden now, you're stopping, you pull over, being profiled, 
And the reason, and I understand it, because the reason why the, the players, NBA players, and some of the and some of the other leagues protest because I said, listen, this is something that we're tired of this. We're t- we're tired we're tired of having to um, bury and have pain on our on our mother's face when you see their sons, our brothers and sisters buried, all because they they're stopped by the police. Or all was all because there was a misunderstanding and a miscommunication, so we have to die. So yes, this this is something that needs to. There's something that he's saying that this is something that needs to be addressed, and it cannot be a no. We cannot. In other words, you cannot continue playing. You can't continue playing and just ignore the elephant in the room. You can't continue playing and ignore what's happening outside the courts the basketball court and see that that right there drew the attention of the media immediately i know charles barkley had a comment <laughs> he was charged by charles barkley was going crazy but the thing is is that it can it is it, and i i when the end but the players did that i i had to stand up and i applauded them for standing up because i said wow that took a that took a lot of that took a lot of guts to do that, to, to get up and do some, to protest and say, listen, when in the middle of the pro, all my life living, I never seen that, you know? But this is a different generation now. A generation say that we got to put us, we got to take action and we got to put a stop into this. So that's my comment on the audio. Yeah. Cinema, before I get to you, there's one more thing I need to play and I'm going to give you all the time you need, okay? Uh, next, I have to play what also happened that day to kind of uh, help this story. Uh, what Kenny the Jets, uh, Kenny the Jet Smith did on Inside the NBA, following uh, the recent news, following the news of the protest. Here's what he had to say: I don't know if I'm even appropriate enough to say it. What the what the players are feeling and how they're feeling, and um, I haven't talked to any of the players. I'm just. But like coming in, even like driving here and getting into into the into the studio, hearing calls and people talking. And for me, I think the biggest thing now is to kind of, as a black man, as a former player, I think it's for best for me to support the players and just not be here tonight. And figure out what happens after. I just don't feel equipped And I respect that. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Cinema, what's your take on that? Just Kenny? Yeah. Well, no, the whole thing. Uh, but I just wanted to... Uh, uh, let you hear what Kenny said kind of just helped this, uh, you know. I saw that live. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. But the whole thing is Doc's comments, Kenny's comments, it's it's this. How long have we been entertaining? And, you know, what's that? Um, Ice Cube has a song on the Predator album, which was around the riots. And the first song is called When Will We Shoot? 
I won't quote it exactly because we don't mm-hmm. use language like that on the show. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> but one line in it is like, you know, he's talking about the how white people hate us in one way and they celebrate us in there. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he says, Jordan, here's Jordan the end with the monster dunk. Get off me, punk. And then he has the clip on there. Jordan, Jordan, yes! <laughs> <On the song. laughs> oh, you know, Ice Cube's always talked about that stuff for people who were trying to say he didn't now. You need to really go listen to his albums, not just his singles. You right. know, he's always been, you know, and then that's the album about the riots, of course, that's Predator. But it's like we've entertained them. And yeah. I, put up a, I put up a statement on my thing and I'm like, you're mad. I'm glad you don't have your entertainment tonight, but I don't have family members and friends and it's still not a fair exchange. And it's like, Oh, you don't live there no more, but Hmm. they had to grow up there and they're thinking about the people, you know, if if, what about the guy who got the injury, who's stuck in the neighborhood because he can't have an NBA career. He has to deal with that. And he's not a criminal. Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's what you forget. These people have family members and stuff there, you know. Hmm. A celebrity yeah. doesn't make you immune. Jennifer Hudson lost her family back in Chicago, you know, while she was out, you know, trying mm-hmm. to make a living, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, and but it's the, it's the reality of it. It's like, yeah, but what if they don't know this is brawny or. LeBron's son. Yes. And, and and they just do that. And in mm. the argument that on the other side is ludicrous because how can you speak on something you don't know you haven't experienced? So what you try to say is is that it's a lie, you're dismissive, and it's ridiculous. You mm. know, we fought in wars. My dad fought in wars. My dad and my brother were both military. A lot of my family's military. A lot of them. Cousins. I got mad military. My family has fought for this country, put their lives on the line for this country. And this is the treatment you get. You know, we grow up, I don't have a criminal record, but I can tell you how many times I've been harassed by the police. You know, me and Zacchaeus were was, you know, just sharing stories a few episodes back about, yeah. you know, just think how things are. Mm. And and the whole thing is, you know, it, it, it's time. We've been asking for this. We want it, you know, we, 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 we needed this. Yeah. That's why we've had conversations about maybe we should start our own league and yeah. things like that. That's why we were excited about the big three because mm-hmm. the big three didn't shy away from these things. Nope. And it was, and, and, and the big three gave us basketball when there's nothing going on. Mm-hmm. As much as I love baseball, the season's too long. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it, it wasn't this long when growing up, they right. just keep extending it. They just keep extending it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be this long. So um, <laughs> with that said, you know, you know, you want us to you want us to hurt and pain, but just come out and dribble. And and mm. the whole thing is the person who started it isn't even from this country. It started yeah. with Giannis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Giannis. 
Giannis was one of the main uh, big players behind uh, the whole protest. But we do have to keep this right, though. Giannis, right, wa- Giannis was approached. So he was approached by George Hill. Right. But, okay, but, okay. As, but as soon as that happened, Giannis said, I right, I'm with you. Yeah, but you know, wow. George yeah. Hill would have did it. Nobody would have cared. Right, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, yeah. right. That's true. And, exactly. And LeBron almost saying, We about to go home, and the Clippers walking out with him. Yeah. Yeah, him you and Kawhi. They were shook. They were shook. Him and Kawhi. <laughs> they were so, so, shook. And then, yeah. and what did they say? Um, Somebody said when they left, How is there playoffs without the Lakers and the Clippers? Clippers. So we gotta have a dis- we gotta discuss this, you know. And we and and and, and while we're talking about that, because you mentioned yeah. Giannis, right? So that the team yeah. was like, if Giannis ain't playing, we not playing, right? So exactly. then, so then, fast forward to that meeting that they had uh, that night after uh, the cancellations. Yes, Kawhi and LeBron, mm. yeah, they agreed that man, we'll just go home. So we're talking about superstar leverage, you know, and a lot of players felt like, well, shoot, if LeBron ain't playing, then we're not playing either. Um, but they, they didn't all see eye to eye about it. Uh, but there were talks about Jordan telling them to play and all this other stuff, whatever. You know, then they said Obama was telling them to play because he felt like if you, you know, if you guys play, then we can still have the voice of your impact and platform. Okay, I mean, you know, we could agree to or disagree on that. Um, but they just felt like they needed to do something to let it be known that we ain't having this. You know what I'm saying? And, right. you know, we're not going to just not do nothing and just shut up and play ball. Now, the next right. day, I play this real quick. So the next day, the Milwaukee Bucks did make a statement. And I yeah. got that video. Well, um, as you can see, we all... Thank you guys for taking upon your time to stay here with us. Uh, we're sorry that it took a little bit more time, but we thought that is uh, George Hill speaking. Point guard George Hill. Brainstorm a little bit, educate. Oh yeah. Um, and not rush into having raw emotion. Give you guys things like that. So, uh, on behalf of ourselves and our team, we we're going to place a statement as a team today and go back and continue to educate ourselves and get better awareness of what's going on, and then. I'm going to speak to you guys later. So, we'll come up with a statement now. Our team statement. Um, the past four months have shed a light on the ongoing racial injustices facing our African-American community. Citizens around the country have used their voices and platforms to speak out against these wrongdoings. Over the last few days in our home state of Wisconsin, we've seen the horrendous video of Jacob Blake being shot in the back seven times by a police officer in Kenosha. And the additional shooting of protesters. Despite the overwhelming plea for change, there has been no action. So our focus today cannot be on basketball. When we take the court and represent Milwaukee and Wisconsin, we are expected to play at a high level, give maximum effort and hold each other accountable. We hold ourselves to that standard. And in this moment, we are demanding the same from lawmakers and law enforcement. We are calling for justice for Jacob Blake and demand the officers be held accountable. For this to occur, it is imperative for the Wisconsin state legislator to reconvene after months of inaction and take up meaningful measures to address issues of police accountability, brutality, and criminal justice reform. 
we encourage all citizens to educate themselves, take peaceful and responsible action, and remember to vote on November 3rd on behalf of the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, um, this is what I want to say regarding that, because there was more that happened. Now, even though uh, the games had resumed later on that weekend, but here was the stipulation here. So it was reported, uh, according to ESPN, that the Milwaukee Bucks, um, the day that they didn't take the court, made phone calls uh, to like like they made in that statement that they, you know they they made phone calls uh, to the to the DAs to the to the judges uh, to the to the congressmen about you know the cop that shot uh, uh, um, uh, Jacob Blake and uh, you know uh, the Bucks felt like listen we play in Wisconsin. That shooting happened in our backyard of Kenosha. Yeah. So they're like, yeah. so then them and also the Milwaukee Brewers baseball, they were like, well, we're not going to play either. So that's what led into the baseball because the Milwaukee Brewers was like, we're not playing. We're not playing. So um, a, a, a lot is going on with that. Let's talk about yeah. the other. Let's talk about the other stipulations that the players made before taking the court again. They said that they want uh, the stadiums to be used as uh, polling sites, uh, being uh, what we're seeing and recent uh, news with you know with mail-in voting and all this other stuff uh, with this COVID because uh, it's basically a, a COVID election. You know, because a lot of limitations here. So they were talking about you know having the stadiums and, uh, and arenas. Uh, having them as polling sites, also urging the uh, the, um, the owners uh, along with the players together, but definitely the owners, as far as from a financial standpoint, uh, putting money into the communities that they come from and also that they rep- represent uh, locally in their cities um, for issues that are uh, plaguing the black community. Don't know how that's going to turn out, but you know, I, I, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting mm-hmm. that the players mentioned that. So my overall take is this, you know, this, this, this could be, this could lead to something. This can lead to nothing. Um, mm. So, but they took a stand. It's mm-hmm. more than what I could say for other people. Should they have taken a stand years ago? Absolutely. But we're here now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, the question had been asked of the players. What happens if there's another uh, uh, execution by cop? Well, they, they said they'll deal with it. They said they'll cross that road when they get there. Yeah. Wow. Good answer. <laughs> so. Yeah. Zacchaeus, yeah. I need I need your input on this. Yeah. So you know, it's like, well, you I, you know what. This 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 is gonna go down in history too because I've never seen um the well, any NBA, NBA team stood up like this and took a stand. They, it, they, what they did, they started they started something. They started like a revolution, man. They started when they took a stand. Other leagues took a stand too. Mm-hmm. That's what they did. They started something. They said, listen. We had a, Jacob Blake was the, was the, was the, it took another it took another life just so they could say okay there's something stirring in us so we can take a stand it started with the Milwaukee Bucks and it said listen we gotta we gotta address this we gotta address this issue and we and they realized listen 
Now you start, now you looked around, you seen the um with bl- the t-shirts, Black Lives Matter t-shirts. You see the 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 um prints all over the paper, Black Lives Matter. But it it takes more than the shirt to to get the attention of the media. You see? It it, it had to take it had to take strategy to say, listen, we're gonna just boycott the we're gonna just boycott the playoffs. And then, you know, it's just, but it, it just had to, just, I just had to look at it as them, it had to take another life for them to say, listen, we gotta, we gotta do something, we gotta do something. And this is gonna, this is, is this gonna, gonna be effective? Because it, God forbid, if it happens again, I can see, I can see it happening now. Yeah. Yeah, again, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a knee, and and I have to give it up, man. You know, brother Kaepernick, he don't, he started something big, man. Yeah, four years ago. Yeah, four years ago, he started yeah. something big. And uh, just and, just yeah. to give some info, the the NBA the, when they protested, it was on the same day Kaepernick kneeled, um, four years ago, August twenty sixth. Wow, how about that? August twenty sixth. What, isn't that something? Yeah, August 26, 2016 is when Kaepernick first kneeled. Kneeled, yeah. Um, and spoke about his protesting. And NBA does their protests on August 26, 2020. So, I mean, that's 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 interesting um, how they yeah, what a coincidence. connect with each other. Um, yeah, I, man. So, we have to move on. Um, okay, okay, um, yeah. And talk about our next topic. Uh, oh, God. So here we here we go with this justice system that people love so much and try to deny that there's systemic racism. Okay. Um, so we had a situation that was reported this week, um, with uh with with the local um laws. And uh, where we at? Where we at? Kentucky. I don't I don't want to uh, forget where Brianna uh, Taylor was killed. Um. So, Kentucky Eternal uh, Attorney General says that the new report on Breonna Taylor is inconclusive. So, this is what they wanted to do with their trifling bonds. <laughs> Shout outs to her ex boyfriend. I mean, he's only an ex because Breonna's dead. Uh, yeah. But, but Jamarcus yeah. Glover turned down, this is according to uh, Yahoo News. Um, Jamarcus Glover turned down the plea deal that would have implicated Breonna Taylor in his alleged crimes. Alleged. Okay. Um, uh, Breonna Taylor's ex-boyfriend was offered a plea deal that would, that if he would claim that he's part of a, of an organized crime syndicate. That's disgusting. Oh boy. Taylor's a boyfriend. Taylor's. Uh, Brianna Taylor's ex-boyfriend and the focus of the no-knock yeah. raid, which took her life, pled not guilty to drug charges Friday. Um, now, this article is dated August 31st, 2020, okay? Because I know people are going to listen to the show because uh, we do our things pre-recorded. So the court records indicated that the prosecutors were willing to give him a plea deal if he were to implicate uh, Taylor in his alleged crimes. Um, uh, Glover was given... The officer was was given the officer by Jefferson's Commonwealth Attorney's Office 
on July 13th to avoid 10-year prison sentence and be sentenced to possible probation. In return for leniency, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, he was required to admit he and co-defendants were involved in drug trafficking operation in Louisville, Kentucky through April 22nd. According to the court records, the crime syndicate sold drugs from an abandoned warehouse and vacant houses in Louisville. Uh, Taylor, 26, just lived 10 miles away. Uh, Glover, who was 30 years old, turned down the plea deal. An attorney representing uh, Taylor's family in the wrongful death lawsuit blasted officials for the lengths to which those within a police department and Commonwealth's attorney went to after Breonna Taylor's killing to try to paint a picture of her, which was vastly different than the woman she truly is. The fact that they would even try to represent that she was a co-defendant in a criminal case more than a month after she died, uh, killed, that is, is absolutely disgusting. Okay, I'm done with that because this is a long freaking article. (laughs) <laughs> Cinema, uh, I got a question, man. It's been a while since I uh, asked the actual question in this sense. Um, what do you think, though, uh, being that these cops haven't been charged, uh, is it possible that these cops themselves, that the reason why they suggested this is because it's possible that these cops, for the first time, might actually do time for this. And so they had to have tried to coerce uh, mm. Jamarcus to um, have this bogus plea deal to admit that he was part of it to cover up that they killed Brianna in her sleep. What do you think about that uh, cinema? You have the Justice Department looking into it. Yeah. And you you, ha- you have things on the federal level. Mm-hmm. Even despite that, mm-hmm. a federal case is stand on its own merit, but you know, yeah. that's they're, they're panicking like Anakin in episode mm. three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you, you done chopped down the younglings, and Obi Wan is coming. <laughs> yeah, Star so Wars to, reference. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. To, so to speak. So basically, you got to pay the piper. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole thing is, um, it it's a mess. Yeah, from beginning to top to bottom. Number one, nothing was done. You busting in there. He's retaliating to people busting through the door unannounced with guns. You shoot somebody who's sleep. Right. And now you're trying to stain them in death, saying they were part of a cartel when they were a decorated first responder, an hmm. awarded first responder. Hmm. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's, it is. It is. It is, you know. Oh. And so, you know. Now it's cover your butt time, but you know, we, you know, we, it's, Hmm. you know, but it's the region where this happened. Um, and then that's what some people didn't believe in federalization. I think if, you know, like the lynching law that, um, a certain party blocked. Yeah. Um, if these things don't get federalized where, you can have something and there's some accountability and they still don't want to do it. How many years has it been? Right. Yeah. They st- I mean, if they don't lynch anybody, 
there won't be any penalty. Laws are there to made to protect mm-hmm. people, and they seem yeah. not to want to protect the community. They'll come with us for entertainment. They'll, oh, of course, you know, and then they'll let us talk about murder and killing our own, and you know, other other races will be blasting the music like they belong, but then they don't want us there in their neighborhood. Then the cops see us that way, and, and you know, because there's money to be made in it, and that's what the bottom line is. It's like you, it, it, the police are just a symptom of the bigger systemic racism. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's built into this country that mm-hmm. nobody wants to talk about, mm-hmm. not even churches. And I said it. Yeah. I said mm-hmm. what I said on that mm-hmm. because it's disgusting. How can you call me brother and see me being an oppressed and do nothing? Mm. You're a joke. Yeah. You're just you're just a Sunday show. You really have no action. And hmm. and take it how you want to take it. You know, if if you see injustice, it's not right. I'm not, you know, no one's asked you to change your political view. You see people just getting murdered. That should be wrong enough, no matter your political view. But if you're going to label people thugs and other things and dismiss people's pain because you want to justify how you didn't do it, because if you recognize this, you really have to look in the mirror. That's a shame on you. Yeah, yes, it is. is, To acknowledge that this is going on, you really have to look in the mirror. And you got to acknowledge, I haven't been doing nothing. And I haven't cared. Right. And they don't want to do that. That's why you had the big preacher where I went to Bible school. I won't name him because we we don't need no lawsuits. Um, Backpedal. Said something one week and then backpedaled the next week. Because it probably hit his money. Mm-mm. But that that's that's what it is. It's like they'll make money off of us, they'll pimp us in record contracts, hmm. let us entertain them and laugh all the way to the bank. Hmm. And it has to stop. We ha- we have to stop it and we have to stop doing it. And that's what I think all of the NBA protests and stuff help with that because if you're not going to do nothing, we're not going to do nothing. That's right. what, that's what needs to happen. Right. Or, or if we're going to make money. We're going to make money for back. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. And Well, I'll save that for later in the show. Yeah. We're going to hit that. But, um, the imagery is important. I'll just end it with that. And as long as you have that imagery, you'll have these guys thinking they could get away with murdering people, mm-hmm. with murdering black people, mm-hmm. with railroading black people. And the and it's not the branch of government where the president is that we need to be paying attention to. Yeah. We need to get involved with all three branches of government and how they work. And we really need to hit the judicial hard. Yeah. You need to get educated on that, on the three branches of government and what they do. 
The politicians can't control the judicial. judicial. Right. And there's reasons for that, and it's good reasons. So then you have to get involved with the judicial and just not go and vote for your president if you're going to vote. I'd rather vote on those um, mid-elections. I think those are more important because that's what happens around you in your county and where you live. Well, you now your your local, your mayors, your um your your councilmen and stuff like that. Uh, for those who want to see local change in their city, and there's no middleman process like it is with the president. You know, as far as like electoral college. Uh, so yeah, yeah. it's it, it's important to local vote. Uh, you know, as and well. your judges. Yeah. Research your judges. judges. Yeah. Because you have to put them in. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. You got to find out. Research that because that's yeah. the whole thing. Your local government where you can walk in and approach somebody and those things. Those are important. Yeah. Because a lot of times in these cases, the local government policies are outweighing the federal. And that's mm. how it's set up. So you go into a place, even though you have national media, that local government's like, you can't say nothing here. And they're kind of right. And so the people in that area, even if you're the majority, if you don't do nothing about it, if you don't find out what's going on, that's going to continue. Right. You know, New York, they used to get people out of there quick. As yeah. soon as the next election came. Yeah. There was no joke. Exactly. And so that that's why you get it area to area. Some areas you can't get away with that bulk. Yeah. And in some areas you can. And so, you know, it's like the kid who was in the racist town with the Black Lives Matter sign and they was getting mad at him because yeah. there was no black people there. And he's and it was angry. And he got threats. Mm-hmm. You know, and he it's the videos are up. Yeah. You can look it up. And it, it'll show you about the fabric of a lot of these communities. And as a black person, be aware of your surroundings and research before you travel somewhere or travel through somewhere or live somewhere. And it's, I hate to say this, but I, you know, there's some places I, I don't want to live because I researched them and I'm like, no way. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's a lot going on with that. Uh, real quickly before we get to our last subject, uh, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, seventeen-year-old um, who killed a protester and shot two other protesters during a, a unbelievable a, a protest for uh, for Jacob Blake. <sighs> but, uh, after he shot them, you had witnesses because it's on camera him shooting people. It's on camera. It, um, it was live streamed. Yeah, because live somebody stream. was live streaming the protest. Yeah, people saw it live around the country, and then they saw him get a water bottle from the cop and let through. My gosh! Well, let, let, let's see. Here's the thing: there's been some stories jumped around. Other than him walking by, they said, "How the heck did he end up away from his uh, from his crowd?" Well, number one, because uh, he came with a couple. He came with uh, some people. They don't even live there. And his whole thing was, well, we're going to go and and make sure there's no uh, no riots or whatever. That bull crap. They just, first of all, they're just there to shoot black people. But uh, black people um, knew what time it was with that one. And they wasn't even there. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. They uh, wasn't. They wasn't in the crowd with them protesters. And the reason yeah. why Kyle got chased down is because they said that he already had shot somebody. So one of the guys who tried to take the gun from his hand, he died. He got shot in yeah. the head on camera. Mm-hmm. Walks by the yeah. police. You hear the police drive up and just say, is anybody hit? Excuse me? Exactly. That's all you got to say? Walking walking freely with a with a um armed rifle. Now Zach Hughes, what do you what do you what do you think would have happened if it would have been somebody who looked like us walking around with an AK four brother, <laughs> yo cinema and fifth we would have been riddled with bullets. Yeah. Swiss cheesed. Swiss Swiss up cheese. Put on ham and spice I'm telling you. <laughs> we would have got that Rambo machine gun treatment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just I, listen. We gotta call it like it is. Yeah, we gotta call it like it is. Call it like see, a TIA. Yeah, walking the streets freely with a machine. The after, thing is, after, is he that, done, after he done, after he done bodied somebody and shot two yeah. other people. Now I heard the re- I heard the reason. This is what I heard. I heard the reason why he did shoot some some about maybe about three people. This is what I heard because they they seen him with a seen a white boy with a machine gun. They automatically. Tackle them. They try to get grip to him and tackle him, so he wind up defending himself and he shut off the bullets. Now I don't know how true that is, but that's the story that's going around, and that's what the that's the conversation among um, the young people. Well, some of the young people are having the people are having when they heard when they heard the news. They said he was he tackled. He was tackled to the. They grabbed them up. They tackled them. He was scared, so he let off some. He he, he let off. Now this is what should have happened. When they seen him with the arm rifle, he should have got arrested right away. Well, see, here's the thing. Like I reported before, one story uh, is saying that they just ran up on him, uh, just to run up on him. What the people are saying, uh, boots on the ground, was saying is that the reason why he got rushed was because he already shot somebody prior to that. Wow. So that's the difference right there. It wasn't that he was there and they just ran up on him because there were several people there with guns. They ain't run up on them. And the one thing they need to explain is how did he get separated from his crew? He had a crew with him and see, here's the thing. This is how they identified him because they're trying to make him into some hero and some, uh, freaking, uh, Johnny good boy. Right. So um, they tried to say that before that uh, event happened, that he was cleaning up graffiti. That's what they were showing on Fox News. But what they failed to show on Fox News is a video that he had uh, prior to prior to that march. Some video from I don't know when of him uh, beating down on on a on a on a, uh, on a lady. OK, fighting, fighting a, a, a young high school girl or whatever, because he's 17. Oh, jump, jumping yeah. a woman at that. Jump the woman. How they identified him is because he had on the same shoes that he wore in the photo of him uh, posing with the gun. The same gun that he killed the pro- uh, one protester and injured the other two with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, no. Now I heard this too. This is what I heard also, that the three people that this man shot, yeah, 
was they had criminal they had a criminal background. Wow. Now they always do this. Whoa. When it comes to us, wait, they wasn't we're the black. victims. They wasn't black. They wasn't. They black. They uh, what about what about the what one, about the, 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 um, the one the one who got murdered? The one who got murdered, uh, he wasn't black. Now the other the what, other two what I don't the know. Other two? The other two I don't know. I haven't done. We're not too research. sure. We're not too sure of the other two. Yeah. But the, but the one who got murdered, this this they were saying that he had um he was a pedophile, something like that. They 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 mentioned something like that. But the truth of the matter is, to me that doesn't matter. He shot. He, he killed people. That's 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 what really mattered. He walked in the protest. With a machine gun. Yeah, he already had ill intent when he was there. And he was 17 with a gun that he shouldn't have had to begin with. And he's not from was he there. Walking? He's not even from uh, not Wisconsin. Even... No, he think it, from... I forgot where they say he's from. Illinois. He's from Illinois, see? See? So now they're going to just justify him? No, he's just a... Come on. Yeah. Uh. Cinema... Cinema. Yeah. Yeah. Any comments on this? Unbelievable. And I haven't said before. (laughs) Number one, Trayvon was his age. He's an adult. This kid is the same exact age as Trayvon was. Speak on it. (laughs) That's right. It's true. Number one. Number two, even though that state has open carry, Minors can't open carry. That's a that's a broken law there. Yep. You can go on for days. Is it's just a lot of things that came out, and it just shows you how he's he got to go home, and how a dude who stole hedge clippers in another state is in jail for life for stealing hedge clippers. Speak on it because he's black. Speak on it. Speak on it. Mm Hmm. How mm-hmm. they're trying Facts. to give pro how one state is trying to give protesters life sentences, including celebrity, for protesting. But life sentences? Yes. For protesting. It's a lot of crap going on. Number one, the judicial has not been equal. It's just Jim Crow 2.0. Just to let you know. <laughs> That's the truth. And so facts. You have this double standard in the law. And number one, it's hmm. because somebody wants to feel superior to another thing. Then you have churches funding this kid. Speak on it. Um, then go fund me said nah. They yep. killed that one. Mm-hmm. GoFundMe, bravo, yep. props. Yep. But they're funding it. Yep. Churches? And they're saying, oh, yeah. Because they're defending him. Yeah, I won't call him say a patriot. who it is. Yeah, and there's people on my Trump support him all that. They're talking like that, and then but they're justifying him. And I'm like, how can you hate what's happened, but then justify him? you do that with your president but you know we'll keep it moving because we get we got we got to spend time on a king um so um 
it's <clears> it's, <throat> it's utterly disgusting because all, all these subjects we have are connected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is why we had the boycott. You know, we yeah. were back at the reason number one. Right. You know, because of the shots in the back. But then this just happened. Yeah. As a result to them protesting that. You know, all these things are weaved together. But what the media wants you to do is see them as separate incidents. And it's all one thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's the same mentality. It's the same issue. Kaepernick started kneeling. And they made it about the flag when it was about police brutality. Because they deflect. That's what they do. They don't want to deal with it. They deflect. And it's and I already you know, I already spoke on this early on the show, so I won't go deep, but what we have, you know, we have to we we can't let them change the narrative. Yeah. That's the that's the fight. They change the narrative and people forget. Cause they got away with Kaepernick. But now and you know, enough's been enough. Yeah, see? Enough's been enough since we were kids. Yeah, yeah. And, and since we're on there, what what about all the incidents that aren't videotaped? Yeah. That mm. we're, these are the, just the ones caught. We, you know, and I know. Yeah. I always I always reference Ice Cube. It's the same album. Mm-hmm. There's a song called "Who Got the Camera?" About it's a it's a fictional account, and I've said this before. Of him getting brutalized by the police, and he he's like, "Who got in the hook is, oh, you know, it's the cops saying, oh please, oh please, oh please, just give me just one more hit, oh please, oh please, oh please, who got the camera, you know, mm. it, it it you know that's the song. This is a song from back then. Right. This is not new. That's why I was telling all these kids go back and listen to the music from my day." And you'll hear the same things you're saying. That's because this is how long this issue's been in play in this country. Yeah. This is how long this issue's been in play in this country. Yeah. It's been a long time that old Ice Cube songs are relevant today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Speak on you know, it, my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about who's got the camera. And it's like, and, it's, and his resolution is, it don't matter who got the camera. Right. And then he's like, who got my nine? <laughs> That's how he, he ends the song. And it's like, if you want, if you don't want to, you know, James Brown said something. Don't give me no static. Don't start none. Won't be none. Be none. You want to, if you want to head to that place where you want another revolution or something, you know, we're, I, I don't like to I don't like to say things like this, but I do have to say things like this if I'm gonna be responsible as a person to tell the truth. It's come it's coming to a head. Because when you, yeah. when you corner something, when you corner an animal, what happens? They attack. They attack, yeah. They're going for broke. Yeah. Self-defense. Because when you put somebody in a position where they have nothing to lose, that's the Mm -hmm. most, it don't matter what you got because they're going to take as much with them because if someone feels, if I'm going to face law enforcement, I'm going to die anyway, Mm. 
Mm. We, we talked about that um, with, you know, and how the police responded to that. Yeah. But if, if you have hundreds of thousands and a police force of 50, who's winning that fight in a rural area? By the time the National Guard gets there, people are gone. Yeah. Mm. You don't want that. So I think you need to listen to EPMD and you got to chill. Yep. And do something about it yep. because if it get if it it's es- it's escalated a lot to where it's ridiculous. And another factor in this country is a lot of co- families are what we call mixed with race. So a lot of families have black people in their family now. That's why you saw different races marching when um George Floyd happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because this could be my family member. We're in a different country in a different time. And the people at the top don't recognize it. Yeah, so they're it, still thinking so, Yeah, So it ain't going to be just black people clapping up, if you know you know, my phrase. Mm-hmm. Right. It ain't, ain't going to be one race like it would have been. It's mm-hmm. anybody who cares. And that that has the potential... You don't know what that is until you put people in that position. And yeah. Something needs to something needs to happen, or something's it's going to be like something has to give, and it's going to become desperation. And let's talk about this too before we end. Before I go, they're throwing stuff, flames and stuff at American industry, uh, American industries, embassies in other countries about how black people are getting treated here around the world. They're mm. not showing you that, you know, I, I watch other news from other countries like BBC news. One of them, I won't tell you the other ones cause it's none of your business. I like to get different perspectives and stay informed. So I watch worldwide news and American media ain't shown you the response to us. You thought we were hated around the world before. I think it's safer for a black person to travel than a white person right now around the rest of the world in most places because of Mm. what's going on here. Because because people have the internet feed, they're seeing the stories not through their things. They're seeing it like live. Yeah. People watching the protests from around the world. And what they don't want you to know is that the reaction around the world, they're appalled because they're seeing it live unedited not filtered through media no no more. People are going live. Right. And the world's connected through the internet. That's why um Carrot Top was trying to censor it. So, you know, and they tried that stunt and it didn't work because you can't hide anymore. Because like I don't even watch the news because if I'm on the internet, I know everything before the news even reports it now. Without the filter. I don't need the news's filter to tell me what's going on, you know? Yeah. And so th- this is the world we live in. So that's the, you know, that that's the injustice that he can walk around with that gun and not be stopped. Mm. Right, right. And how many times I've stopped not unarmed. You were stopped and they dumped your book bag. They dumped my book bag. Right. You know? Yeah. And we don't have weapons and we were harassed and we were just kids trying to get an education. Yeah. That's yeah. the gro- that's the gross difference of this country. Yeah. And you know, as many of us my family fought for this country, 
it's definitely not fair. And I'll just end that with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so lastly, we want to just give a, a a rest in peace and and condolences to the families of uh, Clifford Robertson, uh, John Thompson, and uh, Chadwick Boseman. We all lost them within a, within a, a three, four day difference, uh, which is crazy. Um, it was like, yeah, back, it was yeah. like, it was like back to back to back to back. Hold on. I got one more. Let me look this up. Yeah. From our, uh, Facebook. Um, yeah. Um, the king, the guy who created, um, Eric Murillo, Eric Murillo, who helped popularize house music and EDM died too. Oh, on yeah. Sun, I believe on Sunday or Monday. Oh, the popularized house yeah, music. Was, yeah. Right. Um, so he was in his, he was found dead in his apartment. Um, no more details on that, but you know, wow. that's a, that's another one. That's four in one weekend. And there may be others, you know, yeah. right. But you know, we're, uh, we're with the, yeah, man. I mean, con- condolences and, uh, our, our, you know, to the brothers, man. And, um, you know, Chadwick Boseman was, his movies would be playing forever, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Definitely gonna miss him. Yeah. Shout out for ABC for playing Black Panther with no commercial interruption. Yeah, and a 2020 trailer yeah. uh, after the movie. Um, yeah, I DVR'd that. Yeah, good. It's uh, it's it's it it really sucks. Um, uh, all it all of these deaths suck. Um, with Chadwick's uh specifically, I want to speak on with him is the fact that. You know, he was such a young, talented brother. Um, you know, 42, 40, 43, that is. That's young. That's still young. That's still enough for him to do a lot more. And he had so much more uh, in the works. I mean, the plans that he Disney, did. the works that Disney, the plans that Disney had for him uh, with the character of Black Panther and pushing that more to the forefront um, due to the success of the movie. Um, you know, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was saying, you know, he had the best. Um, solo movie out of the whole MCU, which is true in terms, in terms of what he means by the best. He means as far as did the best, as far as a uh, box office, um, it, right. And, and that people basically, um, voted, uh, with the, with the, uh, support saying we're going to support this film because it's needed and stuff like that. And that's true right. because uh, Avengers, yeah. uh, it happened to me. I'm going to just, yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to just name a few movies that I just admired him yeah. playing. I watched Thurgood Marshall when he played at Thurgood Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. I watched uh, Jackie Robinson. Great. 42. 42. Yeah. Yeah. 42. Yeah. I watched that. And I, um, also watched James Brown, which was a great yeah. classic. That's my manga. favorite of that. My favorite performance of Chadwick is Get On Up. Yeah, that's a classic. It's a timeless yeah. classic right there. That that that's a movie that, that will always play. You know, so he's gonna be missed. And then he played the mess of the Black Black Panther. Right. And he did well in and he did well in Avengers too. So he the man put in work, you know, he did put in a lot of work and uh, that's memorable work. That's one thing you see music and movies don't die. Right. You know, that's one thing that don't die. You know, you, you'll be gone for 
for years and your movies and, and music is be still playing, you know? So Well and briefly yeah, it, man. It, it's a lot for him to do this. I mean, he was diagnosed. He found out um that when he got diagnosed originally, uh, four years ago that he was already stage three. Um wow. so I, I and he worked all these years, um, you know, just fighting cancer. Uh, to the very end, and I would have to say because he probably felt like, listen, I'm I'm either gonna not do something, or I'm gonna do something, you know what I mean? So I, and and his circle didn't out him. Uh, his business was personal. His his personal business was kept quiet. He didn't want nobody feeling sorry for him, and he still did things. Uh, community work still visited kids in a hospital. Um, dealt with uh, pe- saw people and you know, who were going through and little did we know that he was fighting his own battle and you had to respect the man who was able to still give us the performances that he was able to give us and to, um, still do that and not complain. Yeah. You got to love that about a guy like that, man. That's that, that's integrity. That's courage and heart. Mm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, cinema, you take on uh, any words on on uh, on this? The most important thing, yeah. He and he and he preached this, and he believed in it. Yes. Um, early in his career, he was on the soap opera. All my children. Yeah, and they were going to keep his character till he asked them two questions about the background of the guy, the character's character. parents. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, of his character. Then he was labeled a troublemaker. Yeah. He stood for positive black images. And he paid that course yep. because representation is important. Yeah. Um, representation image is important. He was, he was originally casted as Reggie and then he denied it. And then Michael B. Jordan actually got it. So that's interesting how he turned down the role. Uh, Michael B. Jordan takes the turn- role. Yeah, go ahead. He didn't get turned down the road. He um, it's I have a video up on my Facebook about how he was released from the role. Quote. Unquote. So he was released because he wanted out. Because I said he no, turned it down. No. So what's what's? Go ahead. He he. There's a speech where he talks about it in a commencement, like what the real situation was completely. So viewers, go check that out. Mm. Okay. All right, and so, then, yeah. No, go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah. And then uh, Goldcast has snippets from it in their little th- tribute they did to him. But it's like representation matters. And, you know, Michael B. Jordan also continued his tribute to him was moving yeah. that he put up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, They, you know, they're talk. you know, Michael B. Jordan kind of got fired up and they became they they became really good friends then they finally got to work together on you know black panther because you know they both have ryan coogler and you know in mm-hmm. common yeah mm-hmm. yeah one of the main reasons why they were recruited for that because of coogler um uh, so there's you know uh I'm sorry, the main reason why, not 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 uh, Chadwick, sorry, the main reason why Michael B. Jordan was recruited right. uh, for Black Panther was because of the friendship of him and Ryan Coogler. 
uh, and through the Creed movies. Um, right. You know, so it's, 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 it, Chadwick's inspiration as far as taking roles and not take, of uh, being careful of roles you take is because of Denzel Washington. Right. So, and that thing. Exactly. Who paid his, who paid his tuition. Who paid his tuition, yep. Through Felicia Rashad, something she was doing with students. Yeah. Act, acting acting school. Den, right. When she got to give Denzel his flowers before he went. So yeah. this is what um Fifth talks about yeah. a lot about connecting and helping each other in our own community. Right. And Chatwick you know, says there's no Black Panther without Denzel. Right. Denzel broke a lot of barriers in Hollywood. Yeah. And people and people, you know, he he needs to get his props. First, Sidney Poitier started it. Yeah. You know, then Denzel mm-hmm. came and continued that work. You know, whatever you think of Bill Cosby, he was part of that too. Mm-hmm. And so the fight, you know, with him was for ownership, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so, you know, yeah, representation is important. And Chadwick dedicated his life with cancer and kept on trucking and knew that these images were important. Yeah. Because, you know, Obama, see, this is, you know, go, you know, these things, Obama becoming president, Black Panther, and this is why these images are part of the reason, you know, the boycott and all that stuff, you know, because Black people are taking pride to where they're not taking the garbage they took before. And Chadwick, you know, Chadwick, you know, Thurgood Marshall, like um, all those movies, he put good, he put black excellence on film. And he was very, he was very deliberate. And he made good film. And, you know, my cousin worked with him because she works in the film industry. Um, And, she loved him, you know. Everyone I, you know, you know, she said everyone who meets him loves him, yeah. because it's not a he wasn't a persona, he right. was substance, he was character. right, right. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, wow. Some of our brothers, yeah, man. Yeah, once again, condolences and rest in peace to the families of those we lost. Condolences, man. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, uh, right. That's, 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 that's a lot. I don't have anything more to say. Um, uh, any last words at Kias and we'll sign out. Um, no, well, you know, those who lost, those who, um, all right, all right, to those Southwick and the rest of the people that we mentioned that, you know, all right, Pete to them. And, you know, I, and that's about it, you know, at this point right now. I we uh, um we thank you for all the body of work that Chadwick did. We so we thank him, you know. Contribute to black culture and black arts. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, tell tell yeah. where they can reach you, man. Yeah, you can reach me on on Facebook. Wayne Zacchaeus back is on Facebook, also on Instagram. 
Zachis B73. Also on Twitter, Wayne Backus2 on Twitter. Also, you can hit me up on my have a new uh, online store. Yeah, www.zakiasb73.com. Check it out. New apparel coming. New clothing, T-shirts, hoodies, sweaters. What's good, y'all? Hit me up. All right, Cinema. Cinemascapes on Twitter. Cinemascapes music on Facebook and Instagram. Cinemascapes on Instagram. And I think that's about it. Yep. Yeah. 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 All right. Y'all can reach me at the Fifth General Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right. We're going to get up out of here. Uh, this was another episode of The Round Circle. And we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>